and welcome Nerdy Nights to the well-rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we're taking extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum collaborator. And I am Pirate Jedi Anders Drew. You yeah, know, Colleen... he is. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen and I may carry different ranks, but no matter what rank you have, one thing will always remain constant. Much to learn, we still have. Indeed. Today, we're very excited to give our initial reactions and theories for the newest episode of The Bad Batch. There will be spoilers for this episode, as well as rampant theorizing and future, for future episodes. So if you'd like to avoid that, please tune into our Brabbles coverage to see what the ghost crew is up to instead. But if you have seen the episode, grab your drink from the mess. Come with us to the farm as we discuss The Bad Batch, episode two, Cut and Run. Let's punch it, Anders, with that episode recap. Absolutely. So the Bad Batch land on the planets. I always forget how Salukami. to say Salukamai, where they meet up with Cut, a former clone trooper and deserter, his wife Sue and her children, Shaya and Jack. While everyone catches up, Cut reveals that Captain Rex was passing through just a few days before. Jack and Shaya teach Omega how to play catch. It's a really nice little moment. Uh, but the ball goes outside the fence, and Omega goes to get it. She's attacked by Anexu, and Hunter shows his fear by barking at her like a soldier. Cut then reveals that he and his family are leaving the planet to hide somewhere even more remote. Unfortunately, his Republic credits are no good anymore. Everyone now needs an Imperial chain code to track their funds and their movements, let's be real. Mm -hmm. uh, Cut can't get one as it will out him as a deserter, so Tech offers to forge them instead. Mm -hmm. Bureaucracy at its finest, folks. To gain access to the compound, he and Echo Trojan horse their way by getting their ship impounded. Great idea. <laughs> Love it. Omega is accidentally caught up in the scheme and she proves invaluable while Tech and Echo are pinned down trying to release the shuttle. Omega gets the chain codes to Cut and his family and they're about to board the shuttle when Hunter tells Omega to go with them. <laughs> because she'll be better off with a family in a peaceful setting. Hunter, I hate to break it to you, but there are going to be no peaceful settings for, for like 20 years time. now, for a real, real long time. The Bad Batch fight their way out of the impound lot and Omega runs to join them at the last second. <laughs> After the escape, she tells Hunter that she's one of them and will stick with the group even if it's dangerous. She and Hunter share a tender moment where they both recognize that they have a lot to learn, but they'll do it together. <laughs> I love it. Hunter, welcome to the Space Dad Club. Space dance, reluctant space dance. Yes. All right, let's just take a quick look at the themes from today's episode. And this one was pretty obvious in what it was doing with the themes. The concept, one of our favorites, the chosen family. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you see this illustrated with Cut and his, his decision to desert the clone army and mm -hmm. join Sue's family, but also Omega's choice to stay with the Bad Batch, that she's choosing them as her family. They are... They are her brothers. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice also to see Hunter accept that choice as well and want to have Omega stay with them. Yeah, that was so mm -hmm. cute. When she's like, yeah, stop trying to ditch me. <laughs> I will not be ditched. So mm -hmm. cute. Love her. All people right, are already freaking out about her on the internet too. Like usually people are like, oh, I love her so much. And then I saw somebody say they hated her. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? Only had her for two episodes and I would kill for her. Like, this is, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you people. 
Okay, so now we're going to get into our reactions and our favorite moments from the episode. So excited to see Cut and Sue again. Love them, love their vibe. She's the one who is like the crack shot with the sniper rifle, even though Cut was a clone fighter and obviously a pretty good one. He's still like, nah, she got this. <laughs> like, I'm shit with the sniper rifle. We're just going to give it to my wife. I'm sure there are already people out there who are going to call this episode filler, but it had some great character building moments and a bunch of world building. Very impressive to get this in there. Hunter's quickly becoming the heart of the show. I'm so excited to see what they do with his character because in the Clone Wars arc, he was the one who stood out the least. Mm -hmm. So I really was hoping that they'd use the show to flesh out his character. And I think that's what we're going to be getting. The idea that Palpy is not only a formidable Sith warrior, but also a terrifying bureaucrat is great to see. <laughs> like, of course he rose to power. He's a bureaucrat. <laughs> he likes to stamp the forms, guys. The chain codes were such a great idea. They were first ma mentioned in Mando season one, and I was wondering if we'd ever really get to see what they were. And mm -hmm. now you find out it's basically like your social security number, your bank account number. No wonder people can find you on Still planets easily. like oh they use their chain code to hop on a shuttle and they're probably in this sector at least like oh Good job. yeah uh first of all i gotta give you and uh our friend jason credit for calling it that we were gonna see cut in this episode <laughs> i really like this one i it's hard to say whether i liked it more or less than than the first episode mostly just because they're so different like comparing it to a 70 minute pilot is impossible and i don't think we necessarily should be doing it that way but this episode did a lot really well what second episodes are supposed to do right it made some small tweaks anything you want to do with the characters after you set them up in the pilot and then set the scene for how this is going to work moving forward and it looks like the bad batch is going to kind of be like planet hopping going somewhere new mm -hmm. um, if not every week almost every week um really well paced at no point did i think we were just like sitting around spinning our wheels things were moving it was under 30 minutes and the humor in this episode was just amazing really, <laughs> I thought really strong <laughs> really small funny moments all throughout it and then i loved seeing omega learn how to play um i loved reminding me of um uh grogu during the uh, sanctuary episode when he's like around all the kids uh, and then just having Hunter take her back in at the end was great. So good. <laughs> I'm going to love this show. I just have a feeling I don't care if it's a trope. Keep giving me the orphan with the heart of gold, <laughs> getting in with a group of like hard ass people who now have to be softer. Love it. Love every second of it. Okay, so now we're going to move into our favorite moments. My absolute favorite, it was a very small blink and you'll miss it moment. Wrecker hitting his head on the door frame <laughs> <laughs> when he was walking through just like this background moment, but so perfect for his character. And he didn't like react super like mad or anything. He's just like, well, I guess I'm too tall. So that's what happens. I loved Omega also playing, pulling a Daria with the ball at first, just like, what? What am I supposed to be doing here? I loved that. It's sad that the Twilight kids haven't seen any children either. Like they've only yeah. had each other. So it's really sweet that they just immediately were like, kid, you're going to play with us. Come on. 
go outside, let the adults do their stupid adult things. Love that. Calling the maglock on the ship a boot. <laughs> it's priceless. Anyone who's ever had one of these on their car knows how Echo fell trying to remove it and wished that they could totally have ripped it off like Wrecker did. Thankfully, I've never had that, but... I did once. Oh, boy. And I had actually paid for the parking spot, so I was pretty ticked off that that happened. <laughs> so, me, again... I just I loved the little humor moments in this in this episode. Tech is the star of the show to me. Anytime he explains something, I'm just always there for it. Like knowing about the inhibitor chips and they're all like, you knew about that? And he's like, you didn't? How else did you think that they were going to do that? Or the um, <laughs> can you uh, can you force those chain codes? I just learned about them five seconds ago. But yes. Flex. Yeah. <laughs> And then Omega, when they discover that she's on the shuttle by her kind of popping up and just be like, it's a good plan. <laughs> it's just a funny thing for me. I'm here, guys. What's up? <laughs> All right. Let's move into our Easter eggs, connections, and callbacks. Okay. So first we have Cut and his family. Cut deserted the clone army shortly after the start of the war, after his transport was attacked and pretty much his entire unit was killed or injured. Eventually he married Sue LeQuain, hot, love her, and adopted her children, <laughs> Shea and Jack. So cute. So the question still is, can clones have children? We don't really know yet because mm. he adopted these ones. Cut actually met Rex during the war when it came to Salukmi. After helping defend his brother's new home, Rex decided to not report the deserter. All of this is explored in Clone Wars Season 2, Episode 10, which is called The Deserter. How Rex got connected with the Bad Badge is still unclear, but we can presume Rex had something to do with it. Yeah. Speaking of Rex, so we get the explanation of him and the inhibitor chips in addition to kind of informing the rest of the clones about the inhibitor chips. This also is obviously a reference to the final arc of season seven of Clone Wars, the season of Siege of Mandalore. You had to pick that Ahsoka. picture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had to get a, I had to get Ahsoka in there somehow, obviously. That's fair. <laughs> um, so I think we know we're going to see Rex at some point this season. Now it's kind of becoming an issue of when, how quickly. Mm -hmm. But who knows? <laughs> These guys, this is fun. I love seeing creatures. Yes. So we have, did we miss one? Omega and the dirt? I think I got them wrong in the in the thing. In the order. <laughs> so, yeah. So you want to just take this one and I'll do Omega yes. and the dirt? <laughs> Yes. Okay. All right. So we have the Nuna, which are the swamp turkeys. <laughs> We've seen these guys before in Star Wars. They're native to Naboo, but a variant is visible all over the place on Salukami. They were and then everywhere. We, everywhere. I mean, they probably taste good, I guess. I don't know. Unless the, the fam is all vegetarian eating their food that's on their compound, kind of. And then we have the Nexu kitty. <laughs> Danger kitty. <laughs> So cute. These predatory giant felines are native to Chogana. We first saw one on Geonosis as the animal was assigned to execute Padme in the arena. Mm, mm -mm. Bad Nexu. Don't eat Padme. Next up, we have Omega when she picks up that dirt and she just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. I thought it was a really nice connection to Rey coming down on Takodana, saying how she didn't know that there was this much green in the whole galaxy. 
it's also a really nice moment to remind us that even though we as the viewers are like planet hopping, we're going all over the place, a lot of characters in this galaxy don't ever actually leave the planet they're born on. Nope. So, they do nice not. little moment. Omega next. likes sand. Yes. She's fine with that. <laughs> all right, next we have the shop owner that we saw here on Slukmai is an Alina. I like these guys. They're they're fun. Like so little, but they're really fun. This is the species of Rats Tyrell, one of the pod racers in the Boonta Eve classic from The Phantom Menace. Yes, my favorite scene <laughs> out of maybe the entire nine saga films. Mm. We also saw them several times, including their king, who is Manchucho during the Clone Wars. Adorable. More Alinas, please. And this next one, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but again, this episode gave me some great vibes from as a callback to the Sanctuary episode of Mando season one. Uh, even this part where like Hunter's kind of standing in the doorway, it seemed very similar to Din in the doorway there. Um, this was a great episode of Mandalorian, so yes. plugging it now, go back and watch, rewatch it. It's really good. Wistful glances from would-be fathers. You're like, they can have a better life. I need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have wanting to give up Omega because he doesn't think he can care for her is major Kanan with Ezra vibes from Rebels, especially season one. He has these little moments kind of throughout the series where he's like, damn, kid, (laughs) I adapted. (laughs) But his dadness just grows throughout the series. I really hope that Hunter embraces his connection with Omega and learns to grow like Kanan does with Ezra. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> Next up, we have another appearance by the Star Tours shuttle, the shuttle mm-hmm. that's leaving the bay is the ST-45. Uh, and it is the same one that's on the Star Tours part of Galaxy's Edge at Disney. So nice little shout out for Flo there who loves driving that one. Yes, very cool. Speaking of ships. <laughs> <laughs> such a garbage ship no one really appreciate appreciates a ship for its engine uh the clone troopers comment on the messy and trashy state of the clones omicron class attack shuttle the havoc marauder they must have just been in like wrecker's room or something because i'm sure he's not very clean (laughs) this is a nod to the running joke of calling the millennium falcon garbage or a hunk of junk i also want to call out the freaking clones ship is called the omicron class like from futurama this is omicron for ci8 <laughs> made these ships <laughs> love it love to see it wrecker and lur would probably get along great oh yeah completely mm-hmm. they'd bro out together and then lastly we got a gonk droid so we commented last time how this ship doesn't have a droid um i don't know if they're going to be using echo as that moving forward seems that way (laughs) seems that way he's not quite there in terms of like hacking like chopper would be yet but they do have a gonk droid these walking batteries and wreckers using it for bicep curls as the episode closes (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he did that in season seven also you can catch him doing it in the background it's like oh they're bringing it back it wasn't just a one-time thing (laughs) love it all right, so before we head out, let's just take a look at what we think might happen next week or any questions we might have. I think next week we're going to see them possibly get into some kind of a medical facility and to examine and 
like try and take out the chips. So I don't know if we're going to be looking at some kind of a break in or a heist type thing, but maybe they meet Wolf and Greg, Wolf or Gregor along the way. I would love that. Like, just please give us that. You know what really would have helped if they had taken the medical droid with them? <laughs> yeah, really would have. <laughs> to assist with any surgeries that might need to occur. Tech, come on. <laughs> Think. You're the thinker. What are you doing? He's probably like, oh, it's fine. I can take them out myself. Like, no. Mm -hmm. uh, no freaking impromptu surgeries, please. <laughs> okay, so I really want to see Rex, but I don't think it's going to happen quite yet, no matter how much we want it to happen, unless the team is like, fuck it. You're getting Rex episode three. I would love that. Like, Please give us all the Rex. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of fun to, to, for them to find other sympathetic clones besides Rex, Gregor, or Wolf. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it would be really cool to know that there's not just them out there. Even if Wolf probably at this point is not quite in that space. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he is. I think Rex is going to have to work on him a little bit. I just want Echo to be able to give Rex a hug. He was so excited to hear his name. Like... Rex? Rex was here? What? what? My <laughs> captain? Captain oh my captain? Like, yes, please give us that reunion. They didn't really give us a lot of hints for what's happening, no. besides mentioning the chips and the chain codes. So it could be something having to do with them having to try and get chain codes also. I think the Bad Batch definitely need to get their chips out like stat immediately right now, though, because it's going to cause issues if they don't. True. But that's probably, I mean, I think that that could easily be something that we see later on. Like, at least one of them gets captured again and has to go through the same treatment right. that Crosshair did. That'd be really cool if they could fight it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they're like, it doesn't work on me. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think so it's possible that their mutations could have actually mutated? Because the chips are bio-based, right? They're biotech. Yeah. So yep. it could be possible that they that they're mutated in such a way that they can't get them out. That could be true. That would really be bad. Yeah. Especially if they're still be able to manipulate them like Crosshair. Maybe he's just the most susceptible to it because he maybe he's the most quote unquote normal one. So it works on him better. Who knows? We'll have to, we'll have to see. But that is going to be it for the Bad Batch today. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can watch all of our episodes, enjoy Colleen's Book Corner where she's reviewing Star Wars Lit, and contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other nerdy nights to join us. It really does help. You can also head to ForgottenEntertainment.com. Check out all the offerings from the Forgotten Entertainment family, including yet another Star Wars podcast where Colleen, I, and our co-host Daniel are re-watching the films in the Star Wars canon. Until next time, chain code cards up and keep those episodes streaming. Bye, everybody. Bye.